A willingness to learn can set a great employee apart from her peers. This week, we'll look at what a willingness to learn is and why it matters. All that and more in a few seconds. Welcome to Serious Soft Skills, where we help you unleash the power of soft skills. Here are your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. Take it away, guys. Welcome to Serious Soft Skills Podcast, Episode 57. I am Bob Graham, and with me, as always, is Dr. Tobin Porterfield. We are educators, researchers, and chroniclers, focusing our attention on soft skills and the important role they play in the workplace. Welcome back to our returning listeners, and for you newcomers, welcome as well. If you're just getting up to speed on soft skills, and that's not unusual, we recommend listening to episode one, where we explain what soft skills are and, frankly, what they aren't. But this week, we're going to tackle a willingness to learn and what that is. It's one of the soft skills, and it is often misunderstood. So, Toby, take us there. Help us understand why it's misunderstood and what we need to understand about it. Wow. That's a lot of understanding thrown into one sentence. So um, a willingness to learn is an interesting one because we see that, I believe, from some organizations when they're recognizing that people will need to learn their operation. They'll need to learn about how that organization runs. They'll ha- they're looking for someone who's open and, and doesn't think they already know everything. But I think the other side of that is that we see organizations recognizing that things change and technologies change. And certainly some organizations and some industries are more subject to change than others. But all industries are going to experience some form of change over your career time. So this willingness to learn, it really recognizes that the the processes that you're going to use, the software, the techniques that you may have already learned in prior uh, jobs where you say, oh, I already have experience, three to five years experience or five to 10 years of experience is recognizing that that experience is a great foundation, but you're going to need to uh, have new experiences and, and be willing to uh, see new ways of doing things, stuff that we can't even imagine yet. I mean, we've seen it in all the headlines lately about technology changes and working side by side with robots and so forth. And it's things we couldn't have even anticipated five and 10 years ago. So uh, I think it's great that organizations are recognizing that. Um, but Bob, it's certainly something that's, that's difficult to tease out. And how how is a how is a candidate or how as a current employee do you show that you're willing to learn? Yeah, in fact, I was dealing with that this very day. I was applying for something today, and they were asking, demonstrate how you had a willingness to learn and how it led to a successful outcome. I was I was stuck. That's not an easy question. To, to answer on a form, and it, it, it gets to the point that employers and other people are starting to say, where is this? What does that look like? And what does willingness to learn really come down to is a natural curiosity, right? That's what we're really trying to get at. Are you curious about the world around you? Because we're looking for innovative solutions. We're looking for creative solutions. We're looking for people to take disparate things and bring them together in new ways. And you can't do that if you're doing the same old thing you did yesterday or two days ago. And how often have you, Toby, been in this situation where you're doing one thing and it sparks an idea that leads to another area of your life and you say, wow, I had no idea. That, that that 
that that could even lead to it. I, I've been at plays before, and it sparked creativity in other areas of my life. I've been out traveling, and I, I was at a winery one time, and a great solution to a problem popped into my head. had nothing to do with wine or wineries. It just happened because I was gathering information from other sources. Even I've been at the doctor's office, and there's a magazine there that I would never normally read, like Cosmopolitan or L. And I'm just thumbing through because there's nothing else to do. And I find an article in there that talks about something related to something I care about. And I wouldn't have looked at that otherwise. So do you ever have those experiences, Toby? Certainly. And I, I just I think of it, too, from a standpoint of I really would like people on my team who are always – on the lookout for new information, as you've just described, that you tuck things away and you hear things and you find pieces and suddenly uh, there's an opportunity to put them together and to use them. And if you're not constantly learning, then it really, you're kind of, as you said, stuck. You're, you're just you're just doing the same old thing. So to, to have a sensitivity, I, I guess I, I love your uh, description of that, a, a natural curiosity that you want to find out how things work and where things are coming from and what's changing even outside of your area of specialty. So I think it's really important these days. And I think it's great that we're starting to see that in uh, job descriptions. Um, we also, we'll take a little break, but I think we also see that in some of the um, uh, mandates or the uh, codes of conduct from some of the professional groups, that there's an expectation that you won't rest on your laurels. You'll continue to grow and learn. So uh, we'll take a look at that when we come back from the break. Let's take a short break. You're listening to the Serious Soft Skills Podcast. Hey, Toby here. If you haven't bought our paperback book, The 55 Soft Skills That Guide Employee and Organizational Success, I have a deal for you. If you use the coupon code FREESHIP, that's one word, FREESHIP, at checkout on our website, SeriousSoftSkills.com, you can get our award-seeking book for just the cost of shipping and handling. That's $7. That's right. We'll send you the book for free if you pay the shipping and handling. That's nearly a $12 savings. But this deal won't last forever. Get our book on the 55 soft skills for the cost of shipping and handling alone. Just go to SeriousSoftSkills.com and order your book today. Use our coupon code FREESHIP. Now, back to the Serious Soft Skills Podcast. Welcome back. We've been talking about the uh, willingness to learn and what that means and what that doesn't mean. And Toby, during the break, you gave me a really good example that you weren't even trying to give me. So why don't you walk us through that, that example? Because it was really enlightening to me when you told me about it. Sure. Uh, Bob, we uh, kind of got into the edges of it, and we said, well, hold it. That, that kind of overlaps with our, uh, uh, our uh, Stephen Covey's work in the, the, the uh, what, Seven Habits book. And we talked about sharpening the saw. And sure enough, I was recalling that yesterday one of my colleagues had sent me a link to an article. And he said, gee, you might be interested in this. And, um, and that's one of those things. But, yeah, I do. And that he, he knew it was a topic I was interested in, an area I was looking to grow in. And uh, he forwarded this to me, and it had some really good ideas in it. So I think that's part of it. And, and this one, this article actually intentionally says, hey, you need to take time to make sure you're growing, to make sure you're sharpening the saw, that you're improving your skills at all times. And 
And as you mentioned, uh, I know you do a lot of online learning, and uh, you'll you'll hear about a software package and and check it out and learn how to use it and decide if it's something you want to move forward with. So sometimes, yeah, we can just jump in and uh, take a course or listen to a podcast on a new topic. And uh, other times, it's a little more specific that hey, I know I'm uh, weak in a certain area and I want to build strength in that. So it's it's intentionally allowing time picking up things along the way, but also then taking that time to search out and to make sure that I'm uh, checking out some new things. Can it also be more just gathering information, never knowing where it's going to rear its ugly head or where it's going to be useful? Just reading an article in the New Yorker or in the Wall Street Journal or New York Times on something you have completely no knowledge or care or concern about, and it just gets filed away. So I know a little bit about Bitcoin which is a hot topic right now. I have no earthly idea why I would ever need to know that, but the headline struck me, and I read the article, and there were a couple of epiphanies in there, like, oh, now I get it. And I think that's what you see more and more. And the other way I think we, we often learn is we do something very intentional or specific. We, we take a class or we go to a webinar, we listen to a podcast. But then I think there's a second part that a lot of people really need to think about, which is absorbing information from other sources, asking people. I gave you the example earlier about learning Instagram. You can learn Instagram with videos and podcasts and all kinds of resources. But the way I'm finding most of my information about Instagram is actually asking people how they use it and observing how they use it and seeing what the results are. And that collective, so the the set stuff that you can write down, that you gather, and all the stuff that you're getting through experience, to me, really makes you much more powerfully able to interpret things to use them in powerful ways. Does that make sense at all? I think that's dead on, and I think that's why it's such an important soft skill for us and one that organizations are looking for, how they word it, how you'll see it. Uh, Sometimes it's fairly obvious, as you mentioned, the example in an application that you were looking at, but sometimes I think there's some other terminology, and I think we see that term, and and this one I don't like as much, but I know I see it, is lifelong learner. And so they they, they put that term out there, and and that's the one I had mentioned earlier where some professional groups will put in their uh, their credo that we want our people who are professionals in our in our field to not only know what's going on but to be lifelong learners to ensure that they will continue to be at the top of their game. Yeah. So we see that lifelong learner. We see a willingness to learn. Uh, we do see the terms uh, curiosity at times. But I think what folks are looking for is some of that uh, combination of uh, a gatherer of information that you don't know where it's going to lead and learning for the sake of learning and curiosity, as well as some intentionality to say, look, I go to conferences or I go to or I, I, uh, I, I regularly will seek out podcasts and ask other people what they're reading and what what they found was interesting. And, and I'll check it out to see if there's some way to uh, to make use of it. Hold on. I got to uh, I got to do this. That's fine. Hey, it's Toby. Oh, yes. Um, my house isn't working. I don't know why it should. I used it the other day, but now it's not working at all. Could you come look at that? I will. I'm, uh, I've got a, uh, a business call I'm taking up. Can I come over at 5? Sure, that's fine. Okay, I'll come over and take a look. Okay, thank Thanks. you. Thanks. Sorry, I, it's my, ni- it's my I 90 I don't year- even want to know. <laughs> 
it's my 90 year old across the street and I thought I hit a void and I accidentally had hit pick up. So, okay. Well, <laughs> podcasting takes another turn. Wow. We have to use that in something. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. The, the blooper reel is going to be amazing. Oh, so let me, let me, uh, to, Toby, I, I think now is probably a really good time. I, I was thinking about this and I wanted to do this with a little intentionality. So I came up with three suggestions for people in terms of how to implement a willingness to learn. And I know some of that is just the way you observe the world, but here are a couple of things I find really useful when I'm trying to learn new things, whatever it is, whether it's specific or just random. And that the first one is read stuff. I mean, read anything and everything. If there's a circular that's from the grocery store and it has an article, thumb through it. See if there's something of use there. Just see. You never know. There, there can be really great information in the least likely places. Same thing with podcasting, YouTube videos. There is so much information out there right now. Our body of knowledge is greater than it's ever been. It's doubling every two or three years. We need to access some of that. Now, uh, granted, if you listen to a podcast, uh, some of our podcasts for most people, it might be review, but there are going to be nuggets with every episode, I think, that you take and go, oh, wow, that was really insightful. And those are the things I look for. And then the third thing is ask people why. Why is one of the most powerful questions. I studied journalism where we had the five W's and the H, who, what, where, when, why, and how. I will tell you, you make your money on the why. You don't make money on the other ones. You make money on the why. So ask people why. Don't be afraid to ask someone if they're doing something cool. Why are you doing this? Why, why is this your passion? Why does this matter to you? And then listen to the answers and observe what, what comes from that. Because that's really, to me, the power of this whole idea of willingness to learn. is really gathering information that you wouldn't otherwise get access to. He's dead. <laughs> wow. You were on a roll. I thought you were going to keep going on that. You have to come back and edit that one out. Um, hmm. I ran out of steam. She did. Why then, Bob? Why? I love that. The, the what? How many W's and an H? Five. Who, what, where, when, why, and how? Five W's and an H. But the why is what matters. The why well, is where you make case, your money. Bob, I think that's great. Uh, getting at the why. And so let's go with why as we wrap up this episode of the Serious Soft Skills podcast. Bob, why are we uh, so excited about the soft skills revolution? We had a podcast on it recently, and we've been encouraging uh, folks that we run into and are certainly our listeners on our podcast to check out thesoftskillsrevolution.com and join our revolution. Can can you give them just a two second? I know now they're dying to go back and see the uh, full or listen to the full podcast, but can you give just a couple highlights of why we think this soft skills revolution is so important? It's time has come. We focus too much on technical skills. It's time to make soft skills really important in the workplace. And the people who grab hold of this are going to have a real advantage in the workplace, whether you're doing hiring, whether you're looking for a job, or whether you're just trying to lead a team or get a raise. Soft skills are the edge. They're the thing that can make a difference. And the soft skills revolution is the first place where you can go to start getting the information and resources and find other people who have taken a pledge to make soft skills important. 
Well, if we've uh, stimulated that natural curiosity and willingness to learn, then hopefully uh, we'll uh, encourage the folks listening today to, to slide over there and check out separately the softskillsrevolution.com. Uh, it's not a, a selling site for us. It's really part of a movement for us to see soft skills move to the prominent position they need. So uh, we better wrap up this week. Uh, until next week, uh, we'll let, take a look at a new aspect of soft skills. Thanks for listening. Good day. And as always, good soft skills. You've been listening to Serious Soft Skills with your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. If you like what you hear, then take a moment to review us on iTunes. Looking for more insights on soft skills? Then check out our website, SeriousSoftSkills.com, for blog posts, newsletters, and other resources. And look for a new episode of Serious Soft Skills every Wednesday.